Hey girl, hey! Welcome to the Dynamic Duo Podcast. We are Ashley and Megan, sisters, BFFs, and entrepreneurs who are raising babies and building businesses. We are taking things day by day and want to bring you along on this journey with us so that we can figure this shit out together. Us busy mamas need to stick together, am I right? So go reheat your lukewarm coffee for the third time and listen in while you're doing all the things, you multitasking co-wayne. Hey girl, hey, welcome to another episode of the Dynamic Duo podcast. Um, Today we are joined, I can't think of my words, joined with our uh, friend Simone McKenna. And we are so glad she's here. So we're going to let her introduce herself and then we are going to get started. So Simone, tell us our audience a little bit about you, who you are, um, whatever you want to share. Totally your call. Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I feel um, super privileged, but also a little bit inadequate. So I, um, and I call myself a new mum, but I'm not sure how long you can drag that out for, but my son just turned one last week. So I think I'm officially like a toddler mum now, right? Um, I'm not sure where the cutoff is, but. No, I feel like um, toddlers like 18 months ish. Like okay, good. 15 to 18 months when they really start like really. I feel like more. walking is toddler. Like if they're walking, they're a toddler. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I feel like 18 months ish is more like toddler. Like that's when they really kind of transform into that out of the baby stage and like doing big kid stuff. I don't know. Maybe that's just a personal opinion. We should Google it. I like this though, because I'm still going to go with the new mom thing while I get like trying to even figure out what I'm doing. (laughs) But before I was a mom, so I stay at home full time with my son. Um, But I do, his name is Gray. So I'll drop that probably throughout. Um, But before I was a mum and stayed home with him, I was a trainer. So I started out personal training um, here when I moved to the United States, as you can tell from my voice. Um, I am Australian. I moved here five years ago. Um, In case you're going to ask, it's because I met my husband. So you're not from Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) No, this nasalness just kind of comes with me everywhere I go. I love your accent. I love (laughs) it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, met my husband in Australia, moved over here. I was a school teacher back home, knew I wasn't going to teach here. I didn't want to go back to school again um, and pursued training after a few years, took it out on my own, um, went online a few years back and haven't looked back. It was a great transition and um, more so considering 2020 happened and is continuing to happen. But, um, and it has allowed me to kind of choose my own hours and work in nap time and, and all that good stuff too. So yeah, I'm in the health and fitness field. Um, and that's where my passion lies every sense of the word. Awesome. Um, so can I ask a quick question? What was your husband just visiting Australia and happened to like be vacationing and you were like, Hey, (laughs) No, actually, um, very unprofessional when I tell this story. So <laughs> awesome that it's going to be on a podcast, <laughs> but here we are. This is a no judgment zone. <laughs> um, so I taught seventh grade. Um, so which for us is 13 year olds. I don't know if that's the same here, but basically one of the boys in my class asked me if we could do baseball less, like if I could teach baseball, I'm like, I am not having 13 year old boys throw baseballs at each other, metal bats, wooden bats, whatever they are at. No, forget it. Like I'm not having a class of 30 kids. And he's like, what if I ask my coach to come in? I'm like, if your coach wants to come in, 
perfect organize it for a Friday afternoon <laughs> you can all go home after you've got black eyes and we're all good um long story short in came the um the coach baseball coach and he happened to have a really fabulous accent and the rest is history <laughs> so he's from here so his accent is Ohio is that what you mean yeah uh-huh okay. yep yep that's yeah, great because we don't think we have an accent but it's an accent to her because she's not used to that I mean you're probably used to it now obviously because you live here but like moving yes. here you're probably like oh my gosh everyone sounds so weird just like we think when we hear yes. someone else sounding different yeah, yeah. yes so it makes exactly. total sense for sure. I was waiting for you to say that he was one of the dads. Yeah. No, okay. I so was waiting good. for that it might... to be more well inappropriate done. for sure. It was not, but you said it been a single dad. Yeah, no, that makes me feel a lot more. Like I felt like, oh, I'm hitting on a guest that came to our school. But now that you said that, it could have been a dad. So yeah, I feel very G-rated right now. Oh, fine. for sure. It could have been way worse. Like, I feel like it could have been way worse. um so before we hit record and started this we were talking about um our children and we were talking about um don't mind my husband back there if you're watching this um (laughs) we were talking we were talking about watching our children on our um like watching the video app of our babies in their rooms and I actually was not um team baby monitor before we switched Jack to a toddler bed. So we just switched him like, I don't know, maybe a month ago, maybe if it's even been that long. Explain why you weren't team monitor. So I wasn't team monitor because, okay, so I am a very, if you don't know this about me, type A person and I'm very controlling and I have been my whole life. And so I knew that if I had it, I would be obsessed over it and I would always check it. And so like, I kind of made this like promise to myself when we adopted Ellie, who is six now that I didn't want a video monitor because I'm like, I don't need a video monitor. I'm just going to check it all the time. Like it was kind of like a control thing. Like I wanted to not have control over it because I knew that I would take it a little bit too far. And so that was kind of like why we never did originally. Now we had the regular like audio monitor. So like we had something, um, but then we legit had that same old school, like really cheap monitor for both of my older kids. And then we tried it with Jack and it, it broke. It wasn't even working, but his bedroom's right next to ours. So I could always hear him. Like it wasn't a big deal. But he started climbing out of his crib yes. and falling on the ground. So we had to switch him to the toddler bed. And then I'm like, all right, I feel like we need to have something in his room so that we can at least like, even if it's just hear him, but even the old school monitors aren't very practical. If I'm like out and about running around the house or doing other things, I can't really like hear him all the time. If it's plugged into the wall and in one place and it really didn't sound great either. It was like the, like it was the audio monitor, but like you heard more feedback than you did actual good audio. So it would be like, like all the time, <laughs> you know, like a Halloween yes. story. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't super helpful anyway. So Ashley was like, um, just get a camera in his room and I Amazoned it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cheap. If I knew it was so cheap, I would have done it forever ago because six years ago, 
like video baby monitors were like $200. It was like before ring doorbell app and like all those things. And so I'm like, I'm not buying that. Like that's stupid. And yeah, it was like, what, like $30 for not this even, camera. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, why didn't I do that? And it's really good quality. So now I sit here and I like watch him on my phone and I'm like, oh, what is he doing? Like, and it's just so entertaining. So we were talking about that. So do you guys do that too? Ashley and Simone. Simone, watch, you go. Watch your child. Yeah. So I do. I don't. So we have the outlet. So essentially you have this little sock that you can put on their foot as well. We never did that because we had a snoo. So we didn't like, we felt like he was already like strapped in anyway. So he couldn't really go anywhere. Then when he went into his regular crib, um, like we started using it, but we don't use the sound on it. So we're the opposite to you. We, I watch, I say we, Scott doesn't really care. <laughs> he like, he's, care. He's just like, he's asleep. He's fine. Like don't have to check on him. But for me, like gray is the opposite to Jack. So he doesn't make noise when he wakes, like he'll stand up and now he starts like twerking against the side <laughs> of the thing. And I'll see him like throwing like his, you know, binky over. And I'm just like, okay, homeboy's awake. Whereas I, so I <laughs> kind of know when he's getting up, otherwise he would just hang out. You know what I mean? So yeah, I do watch him though. <laughs> yeah. Creepily. That's great that he hangs out. Luxon is like, gray where like he'll he'll wake up he's not gonna scream he's gonna like probably kick the wall a little bit and like play with his freaking trumpet and baton that he sleeps with <laughs> but he <laughs> but he's not screaming he's just gonna hang out and then but of course yes I watch it to answer the question all the time and I wouldn't know if he was awake and he would just be hanging out in there for a freaking hour if I didn't have the monitor or the okay. app Okay. So, um, bad mom here. Uh, I legit think they're fine. If they're not crying, they don't need to come out of the room. Like why okay, can't you just leave them in his crib? Because like, he's awake. So why should he have to sit in there for two hours and not hang two out hours, with his cool mom? <laughs> two hours. I think you're exaggerating. My point is, is like, we put this pressure on ourselves to be like, Oh my gosh, they're awake. We need to get them right now. When literally it's like, does it make you, does it make it you a bad parent or does it make them like develop better? Like if they're literally like looking around and like taking things in and like, you don't need to like rush. Like it's an emergency is my, yeah. I'm just usually like, so my studio where I work out is um, not attached to my house. So I typically will watch, like if I can see him standing and dancing, um, Mm -hmm when I'm like finishing up a workout, I'm like, all right, I got to wrap this up because I need to get back in to be yeah. able to bring him out, get breakfast or whatever. Um, it's, my husband still works from home. So, but he doesn't have the flexibility to just like leave his desk to get him. Um, so for me, it works. It's handy for that kind of situation, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't think we need to. And, and sometimes I'm like, oh, perfect. I've got five minutes. Let me see all the things that I can get done before he starts, you know, throwing himself over. So <laughs> Yeah. I don't rush in, but I do. I'm like, Oh, I'll, he'll be fine for like 10, 15 more minutes. I definitely in the mornings, if he'll wake at like six 30, I'm like, you ain't coming out until seven. Like, sorry. Yeah. So, I, just, I, don't, I yeah, just think I'm it's not... interesting to like, you know, they're, they are taught to cry or make noise if they need something or want something. And if they are content, it, it just shouldn't they're not always mean noise. that we need to, yeah. Right. Like, because does that sometimes make us be like, are we 
over parenting? Are we like always there, even when they don't even need yeah, it? You know I mean, I'm gonna, yeah, I know. I'm going to admit it right now. Like, you know, when you, before you're a parent, you're like, I'll never do that. I'll never do that. I am 100% going to be the worst helicopter parent ever. Like I'm already calling it. I try not to. Yeah. But I just am. I feel like I am a little bit too. Yeah. I feel like she, I, for sure. Oh, okay. I was going to ask, but there, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) I think compared to me, you are, but when you, your husband, you're not, he is like helicopter freaking crazy dad helicopter but I feel like (laughs) don't be listening Ashley's husband (laughs) he's not he's playing video games because he's so cool um (laughs) so but Simone it's your first and so that's so normal and for me there's the 12 and a half year age gap so again I'm like I was a so young with the first one so now I feel like I and can do everything by the book and actually like be be more present and then sis you it's three under six for you so you're like whatever <laughs> for sure they're fine Get, getting She's two like, are they in the house I think so no, <laughs> are they breathing 100%. no you're you're joking but like that's legit all the time I'll be like where's Jack and like I'll forget the baby eats not up and he's upstairs just having a freaking ball in a toilet <laughs> you know just hanging out it's funny you say that though because I do feel like the times when you I don't want to say like let your guard down, but when you don't know that they can do something until they almost do it without you watching or knowing. And then you're like, wait, where did that go? Like I'm, I, for me, I'm talking like food. So I remember like we're doing baby led weaning and I remember being so worried about giving him like toast say for the first time. And I was like telling Scott, like, make sure you cut it up. They're like two finger lengths, like cut them in strips. So he knows. What he and then I forgot to tell him that we cut the, like you cut the crests off when we first start. Well, of course I didn't tell him that. So he didn't do it and he demolished it. And I'm like, oh, homeboy can now eat crust. Like he's fine. But right. I, I wouldn't have known that if I didn't. And then like different things like today, he like bear crawled up the, the concrete footpath. And I'm like, okay, I wouldn't have known that he would have been able to do that had I've not given him that opportunity. So right. I am learning to like, let it go. Like if yeah. he scrapes his knees, he scrapes his knees. He's going to be okay. Right. It's part of like, you know, as parents, we don't want to like make them little versions of ourselves. We have to let them do their own thing and become their own person. And if we're always there to stop them from doing whatever they're doing or like redirect them to do it, how we want them to do it, they'll never be their own person, you know? Speak for yourself. I want a clone. (laughs) Just just kidding. You already have one. Her name is Layla. And how did that turn out? I'm just saying. Mm, You're right. No, I I mean, teenage um, years are hard. Very. It's definitely different with girls and boys. Yeah. It's so different. Like literally night and day. I I think it's, it doesn't even matter boy and girl. I feel like it's just each kid, like each kid is totally different. You know, we're both girls, same mom and dad literally raised the exact same and still opposite. You know, we still yeah. chose different paths as kids and diff- chose to do di- things differently based on our, you know, surroundings and whatever. And even though it was all the same, it affected us differently. And we did things differently, even though we're literally the same, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. So no, that makes sense. Um, so anyway, switching gears, <laughs> this is like, uh, 
I don't know. Strong Maybe. mom 101. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Good. I'm learning, <laughs> taking notes. What else do you want to know, Simone? Um, <laughs> my, my advice, lower the bar. <laughs> no, don't take parenting advice from me. I literally like, I feel like I am like, when you have multiple, you're just like, nah. you just really do lower the bar on everything. You're very lax. You're very, you're for a hundred percent. I'm just like, okay, babe, I was reading this article. <laughs> this is what we have to do. And so, but I wasn't like that with Layla. So I yeah. feel like it depends on a, of course, where you are in your life and in, as an individual is, is also has a huge impact on how you parent too. For sure. And the fact if you've gone through it before, like, you know what I mean? Like if I feel like you're opposite where like you were like, you're saying you've gotten better with age, with your parenting style. Basically. <laughs> I aged like fine wine. Yeah. And I feel like I started I like, <laughs> right. I feel like I started more like, um, you know, being more, uh, reading everything and wanting to know everything and knowledge overload and like, really like had to learn a lot, not only for like just being a regular parent, but then like throwing in the adoption aspect of it too, that I felt like we were so prepared and like had talked about being a parent for so long before being a parent that like, I just, from there, I'm like, eh, I think I know everything you need to know <laughs> that plus experience, you know, like yeah. just kind of doing it. I'm just like, and learning from you and, you know, being there. What not to do. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. No, it's fine. I, it's fine. I own it. Um, Simone, do you read a lot of like, um, books and articles or do you just wing it? Um, yeah, I did when I was pregnant more so around like, um, childbirth. Mm -hmm. Um, so that kind of consumed my time prior to now I'm also read articles and things of interest for me. Like I have a huge interest in, um, outdoor play. So I, um, I, I have a very strong belief that children need to be outside a lot. <laughs> um, and how I'm going to navigate that in the next few months, I'm not too sure. I know that I need to just like get him out in the cold, but I do not like, like from now on in, I will be complaining about the weather. So <laughs> I'm not used to cold temperatures. So um, more so like looking up what I can do during those times to still keep him entertained and learning and all that good stuff, but then also giving him some outdoor experiences <laughs> remind you me guys I said go on this. walks like daily <laughs> yeah when it's yeah. snowing well I would I will still hopefully walk if it's like cold but if it's like snowing or raining or super yeah. windy and like cold cold no I have this awesome cover for um like it was for the car seat, but you can get them um, like for the, what do you call it? Capsule, but you can get them just for the strollers and it's like all wool on the inside. So he'll be mm. fine. It's me. That'll be like, <laughs> if you hear crying, it's not great. It's me. Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> right. Plus he's getting to the point where he just wants to be moving all the time now. So my walks tend to be like what started off at like 60 minutes now is like 20 minutes and I have to like convince him for a swing on the swing. So I can be like, we're nearly there. But yeah. Yeah. So who knows what it will look like in a couple of months? Yeah, for sure. Take him um, sledding. Yes. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. That will be fun. For real. Okay. So um, let's, 
we don't like to make our episodes super long. So we only want to do like, I don't know, probably five-ish more minutes. Yep. Um, and so let's like switch gears to business real quick. Yes. Um, if you don't mind, can you just yeah. chat with us? Like all about, and I don't know if Ashley wants to know this. I want to know all about like how you have become like such a, like a, your Instagram account. How is it like so amazing? I know that I was sending you voice memos and you're like, what are you talking about? Thanks for telling me and thinking that it's amazing because I don't feel that way. But I think to those who have really small accounts, like Ashley and I, um, not that followers is everything for sure, but like, you're definitely, I would say, I would consider you like an influencer. Like, how did you get to that level? Like, do you have any tips for people that are trying to grow their, um, social media following? That was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, lot. Um, I'm going to tackle it in a few different ways. So my Instagram account is Simone McKenna fitness. Um, I started plug that, it. Plug that IG. Yes. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. There's number one. Talk yep. about it and use yep. the, use basically direct people where you want them to go. People don't know what you want them to do until you tell them, like be, being specific. But for me, um, I started that Instagram back in Australia. So essentially my first few thousand were my friends and family in Australia. It is very helpful moving to a new location. I'm going to give you a few reasons why, but then I will help you kind of backtrack around to how you can make it work without moving to the other side of the world <laughs> or the country for that matter. But when you move, you move not just in location, but in your comfort zone. So when I moved to Columbus, I put myself out there in ways that I wouldn't have done back home because, you know, in my thirties, like moving here, I was in my late twenties when I moved here, but I wasn't sure who were going to be my new friends, who was going to be my new, you know, tribe, if I can call it that. So I started doing a lot more that I would typically say no to. Events has been a really great way for me to grow my Instagram. Um, I was an instructor at Taste of Fitness, which usually houses, you know, anywhere between two and 500 women. So I let a workout for that. Um, I said yes, and then got super nervous about saying yes. I was like, I need to come up with an excuse. I need to cancel, but it was awesome for publicity. It was awesome for connections, you know, whether they became clients or not, they're still part of my community, you know? Um, so events is really big. Um, putting yourself out there on different platforms as well. So podcasts you know if you're invited to a podcast you're invited to a collaboration a giveaway I just think you can't ever give too much and it doesn't have to be money if you're starting out like you you might not have that money you know to get rid of in your in your business or to share in your business but time and energy goes a long way so I will be 100% honest with you I have not paid any form of advertising in any way to any of my businesses because word of mouth has been enough. So I think when you have one customer, one client, one follower, whatever you're thinking of right now in your capacity, you need to give everything you got to that one because that one has a whole nother connection. Like I, I love, Megan, I'm going to use what you said. Like, oh, you know, we don't have a big Instagram. Well, if you have 300 followers and you are, working with me, that's 300 people that then I could potentially work with or have the referral to or connection with or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. So um, events, collaborations, giveaways, saying yes, I know this is against everything that's going on right now. Like I know there's a huge like no hustle thing going on, you know, like everything that will happen for you when it happens for you. And that's fine to, to manifest that. And if that's what you believe, but for me, I, I did work really, really hard initially to build it. Right. Um, it's kind of stagnant now. I'm not going to lie, but you know, energy goes where energy flows. It's like, obviously for the past 12 months, my energy has been going elsewhere. Um, yeah. I still show up. I'm consistent every day um, on my stories, on my feed. Yeah. In my you groups. are. Yeah. You're super consistent. I feel like you're posting like um, you know, you're trying to do the like multiple posts a day, which is like super overwhelming for me. Like I literally feel like even just one reel a day is sometimes overwhelming. <laughs> like I just, you know, it's reels to... are a lot, reels are a lot, lot, but I love them. So like I would, but they're in real time. That's why it's probably more overwhelming because you can't schedule it. So it's not something well, right. that you can just plan. You have to do it in the moment. Right. But I am batching them out. Like I have a bunch in my drafts. Like I don't say, Oh, I need to post a reel. Let me record it. Let me type the caption. Let me post it. Cause that would be too long of a process to do for each and every time for sure. But like, I would rather spend energy doing that because I enjoy it than, and then taking all that content. And then I repurpose it into posts too, you know? So like I'm all about, and then I'm repurposing my reels on Pinterest too. Yeah. That's big. Like I'm all about trying to like make it, you know, work smarter, not harder and like repurpose what I'm already doing. Like instead of like feeling like I need to reinvent the wheel on multiple platforms, why not just use what I'm already doing, you know, but I'm really trying to focus on Instagram because I felt like up until like probably six months ago, maybe like Facebook was my jam, my like focus. Instagram really wasn't like I was always intimidated by it more, you know, like I had an account, but I wasn't really consistent on it. And I would not even, I would never immediately open my phone and go to Instagram. I would always go to Facebook. And now that has shifted, you know, I, I would say that that's my primary instead of Facebook now. Um, but yeah, anyways, do you have anything you want to add about like Instagram, Ash? Um, I'm with you. I was focusing on Facebook, um, it was because I had more of a following. So it's, it's more interesting to you and more engaging when you have more people on there. So you, you kind of neglect the other one, but I've also shifted and I enjoy Instagram and, um, it's slowly growing, but again, it's for me, Simone, I can't remember if I told you this, but having no social media at all until August of last year, So I had to like start completely over from scratch. So I'm just trying to figure out that plus, you know, using it for business purposes, because before last November, it was all, I ever only used social media for, for personal use. So it's just about learning it. And yeah, we have now to go to a bunch of events and let's do a million giveaways. (laughs) I know. I mean, it's, it, the thing is it, we will never be able to stop learning because they're always changing, updating. Oh my gosh. Great. But yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it I just is. It's today. literally always changing. Like every other few days, it's different. Were you about to say you just learned today about the new hashtag thing? The three, the to, three five. to five. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? 
I know I shared that on my stories today. Cause I saw that post and I'm like, literally like a month ago, not even probably around switched from no 30 do 10 to 15. And now it's three to five. Like, excuse me. What? Like yeah. look yeah. up your mind Instagram. I- I must admit, I do kind of like that because you're like three things that I can do that. Like, I don't yeah, have to sure. research it. I can just, you know, what does it talk about? But right. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, it's very, I think they're trying to go like really get it, drill it in everyone's minds that they want you to be post-specific and that's it. Like yep. it does not have to do with what you were talking about right then and there. Do not use it as a hashtag. And yep. so, I mean, it will be helpful. I think um, a little bit less overwhelming of like, you know, like, oh my gosh, I have to research hashtags all the time and keep up with it. And, you know, but it is just like, it just seems like it's changing so much all the time. It's like, gosh, I'm just trying to like, you know, keep kids alive and <laughs> run a business. I don't want to have to worry about Instagram algorithm changing every two seconds too. Um, and I can tell that people do like, so when I do hashtag engagement, you know, first for accounts, like, you'll be on a certain hashtag and you'll literally see all of these posts that pop up that have nothing, like you said, nothing to do with, with the, the post. And it's like, it's kind of annoying, especially if you're actually looking for something specific. Mm-hmm, for sure. So that makes sense. I yeah. totally agree. Um, okay. So real quick, I know that we're running a little bit over time, but that's okay. Uh, we make the rules. <laughs> We do what we want. Um, I wanted your opinion. We did, we actually did an episode, just Ashley and I talking about like, um, if it's necessary to like niche down. And I want your opinion on this um, for our listeners, but also for us, because I literally am always drilling like in my head, like over and over and over, like, okay, I need to niche down more and more and more. And I know that like ever, most people, most experts teach, like be super, super, super specific. So I just want your opinion on this since you do you know what you're talking about with it when it comes to Instagram? Um, I love that you asked this because I feel like this is where I'm spending a lot of my time right now in the thought process. So prior to I, my Instagram was predominantly for those already in the fitness field or those who are already into fitness. So I call myself like home of the 30 minute meals and 30 minute workouts. So I have shifted out of the gym and now, so, I mean, I still train people in the gym. They can use my programs in the gym. They can use them at home, use them wherever. But um, that was my focus. So people who are already into fitness and I would just provide a plan. Now I feel like I'm trying to talk to the woman or I'm trying to talk to the person who felt like I felt in the first probably like six months of motherhood because there, if I did not have this studio that I work out from, if I did not have equipment at my house, there is no way I would have had the time to have gone to a gym, worked out for 30 to 40 minutes, got in my car, come home. Grayson doesn't go to daycare or anything like that yet. So I don't leave him with other people yet. I just don't know when I would have done it. Yeah. And I know for myself that physical removal and spending 30 minutes by myself most days, even when it was tough and I was tired and I didn't want to do it. Now looking back probably saved me because my Mm -hmm. mentality and my energy was boosted. 
So now I want to, now I talk to that woman, but when I put my posts together, I, I, I can't say that I'm niche down enough. I probably need to more, but I just, yeah. I don't know if that even answers the question. It does. That was good. That was good. Um, I feel like it's helpful to hear that, like, from our perspective, it seems like you've got it figured out and you're like, no, no, no. No, because I want to help everyone. <laughs> like, right, oh, you're right. feeling stagnant? Like, oh, you used to do bodybuilding? So did I. Like, oh, you're feeling stagnant? You work out? I can help you. But is that my number one driver right now? Probably not. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and no, I think that, and I think just recognizing the shift my children are yelling from the downstairs. Hey mom. Hey mom. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is what you have to look forward to Simone. Uh, um, but anyways, I lost my train of thought, uh, because my, um, her noticing the shift. I just oh, have yeah. a quick, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Anyways, just... Go ahead. That was it. I just think it's good that you even noticed that like, Oh, okay. I was speaking to this person, but now like, as your life changed, you realize, oh, well now I'm a mom and I see like how much busier I am, how I'm chained to the baby that I'm nursing. And I literally cannot leave for two hours at a time. Like all of these things, like how do I make that woman feel seen too and relate to her? So I think that's really good, but I'm sorry, Ashley, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, you're fine. I was just going to say, so Simone, you were at first you said woman, and then you said person. So I think that's something, and, and I do that too. It's like, okay, which one is it? Like, do, do you, you know, am I speaking to just anyone who feels this way or am I speaking to women or am I speaking to moms? Or like, it's so hard to, because you have this fear of leaving someone out, but then it's like, you, I don't know. It's just, it's such a struggle for me. Like I I'm less specific than my sister with niching and uh, it's so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think you can, I don't think you can leave people out. I don't think, I mean, I know what you mean and it's right now, everything is kind of touchy. Yeah. <laughs> you, I mean you, like you miss know. like clients, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. 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 I, I do feel though, like if you just speak genuinely like the person that you will attract is most likely going to be that person that you had in your mind as the ideal client, you know, well, that's right. what I always hope. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that someone outside of that category isn't also going to be attracted to yeah, you and want still to work welcomed. with you. They're yeah. welcome, but that's not who you're intentionally trying to speak to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Preach. Okay. Um, well, Simone, thanks for joining us. Will you um, tell everyone where they can find you and how to connect with you? Yes. Love to. Um, my website is simonemckenna.com. Um, you can contact me on there. All my social media links are there also. Um, otherwise Instagram is kind of my jam. You can find me there at Simone McKenna fitness. That's awesome. it. That's me. <laughs> thanks. thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for, thanks Simone. Us. All right, I'm going to the... Wait, don't go yet. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave us a review wherever you are listening or just take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to and share it to your stories and tag us. We are on the gram at dynamicduo.pod. 
And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you get notifications every week when we drop new episodes. Chat soon.